There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to Raterlords. Raterlord. Raterloid. Um, kind of a different vibe for this episode, isn't it? I would say so, considering we're not in the same venue at the moment. Yeah, we're not in the same building. We do not have our usual mics. Um, because of the whole, yeah. like, you know, big virus thing that's happening, I've decided that it's probably best for me to isolate a bit. Because um, I work I've retail. Yeah, and I've had to go away for kind of unrelated health reasons. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> a lot of health things happening in the world at once. Um, yeah. So what this means is I'm in my uh, my little flat um, with a blanket wrapped around the computer screen, the microphone, and myself. Um, and Harper is down like 40 minutes away from I, where I am recording with I don't know what. I'm recording with a laptop and... A headset that I'm not used to recording, and it was very fun because originally I thought I could set it up with my phone, and it works on Bluetooth. So I connected it to my phone, which I forgot I had called something. Oh, and no. so when I when it connected, I just got this serious robotic voice in my ear going, "Connecting to nasty boy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible! I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> It's the nasty boy. That's that's the one I keep seeing whenever I open on my Bluetooth. It's very good. Um, it's extremely good. What this means, though, folks, is that we sort of have a different vibe today because we have never recorded over Discord before. Um, we don't know how this is going. This is sort of figuring it out as we go along, and I think I think it will work out. I think we got this. I think improvisation is how you find the true nature of art. Um and we are trendsetters leading the path. Just truly incredible, you know? Are you saying that, that we are the first to do improvised comedy over Discord? Because I, I kind we, of have news for you, buddy. I think we're the first, is the thing. God knows, we're so isolated now. How would we ever be able to tell? Not I with mean, the internet. Of course not with the internet. We live in Australia. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Where our internet is worse than third world countries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, third world countries have been handling this a lot better than most first world countries. So maybe, maybe the first world, Fucking... third world distinction isn't quite as big as people have been saying it is. I'd still say they're pretty big, but in this case, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like shitting on America. That's sort of what I'm here for. Oh, God, I think America's shitting on itself right now. To <laughs> all our American just, listeners out there, please stay safe. Um, don't go outside. Just, I don't know. Shitting on itself, rolling around, in a, you know, all that kind rolling of stuff. Rolling around in its feces. Yeah. Um, oh, Lord. I guess Again, we should, guys, please We should stay. introduce ourselves. 
Um, we I, should introduce ourselves. Yeah, may as well. This is Rataloid. We review Vocaloids. Um, I am Jonathan. I'm joined as always uh, by my favorite isolation friend, Harper. Hello. I am isolated. <laughs> you really are. Just in, I have on a farm in the middle of nowhere. But hey, by doing that, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, it's good. It's good to do. Um, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, oh, also, uh, a heads up. Sorry, this is kind of disjointed because I'm, I'm remembering things. But um, our, our podcast network, that that is not canon, that, that's not canon, is uh, has started a new podcast called That's Not COVID, um, where people from That's Not Canon will be uh, putting up small, like, five to 15-minute podcasts um, talking about things you can do to distract yourself during these times. Um, I think it's really worth checking out because, like, self-isolation gets you fucking down. I've been watching far too much of a bad anime, so <laughs> it's good to get alternatives to this. You know, I am I am really excited for this uh, this series to come out, actually. Yeah. Because, like, it's going to be fun to do, and I'm keen to see what other members of the network have to say. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Also, I'm on there. Uh, I'm going to be in one of the episodes. I talk about Gundam. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> I'm also going to be on there. I'm going to be approaching uh, a slightly different topic to our usual anime, but I think it'll still be an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, is good. Yeah. Speaking of anime, uh, how has your uh, anime viewing been doing in right. this past week? Let me tell you about G Gundam. Um, <laughs> G Gundam is made for children, and that is okay. However, no, it's not. <laughs> children are not valid. <laughs> Um, Children shouldn't have, shouldn't have anime. They should not have anime. That's just how this works. Um, the issue is that G Gundam doesn't have a plot. And when it does have plot going on, like when a story is happening, it's actually very good. But most of the time, there's just a bunch of shitty nothing happening. And then also it wants to show you the anime titties sometimes. Ha. I'm, hmm. so, I'm so mad about this. I went 16 episodes, minimal horniness directed toward the ladies of the show. And then suddenly, just you hit episode 17, and they're like, oh, this is, you know, the child character. He, he becomes Mineta. He becomes Mineta. He becomes great oh, from My no. Hero Academia. He goes from, like, no. a likable mischievous lad to, ho-ho, I'm accidentally revealing your panties. And, ho-ho, I'm going to look at the big titty lady going for a bath. And it's the worst. Uh, that's just, I'm upset now. I guess they were sort of like, hmm, we've gone how many episodes without a single titty? Fuck, we better make up for it. We Quick, need more titties. bring out the titties. We need more titties. Um, <laughs> it, it, like, just, it's, it's so bizarre. That being said, my favorite character has appeared. Oh. He is so clearly one of the villains in disguise. Um, What kind of disguise are we talking about? Are we talking about like... False mustache and everyone thinks he's a different person altogether? No, he's wearing a ninja mask in the colors of Germany. Oh, I think I saw an image of this on your Twitter. Yes. Um, so here's the thing. One of the big bads of the show is is called... Um, uh, hang on a second. I've done something stupid. Big bad, bad man. No, no. Ninja it, German man. He's the brother of the main character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the Sasuke's brother. Yeah, yeah, he's Sasuke's brother. And so... This guy turns up. He is meant to be the fighter from Germany. His name is Schwarzbruder, which means black brother. Mm. 
and he's also for some reason a ninja and you're like oh this is just the brother this is just the brother who's evil that's what that is like you can't he's about to kill their entire family you can't fool me um (laughs) it's bizarre is all i can really say um like i have mixed feelings about g-gun it has some really fun moments it's incredibly watchable but it's not a good show that's that's interesting that it's like because from what you've told me about it outside of the podcast i i couldn't tell if it was watchable or not like is it watchable in the way where it's kind of like just a bit of fun or is it watchable in the way where it's like it's so bad that you can't look away no it's watchable in that it's just like it's all right i really like gundam because i have to think about gundam like a lot of the politics and stuff you get you thinking and it's 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 fun to do um Whereas, like, G Gundam, you're listening to it, and, or you're watching it, and you're like, this is, this is just nothing. It's just nothing. It's, like, it's entertaining, I guess. It, it, I think I described okay. it to you as, like, the McDonald's of anime. Where you're yeah, like, that's right, that's right. I'm eating this, and I definitely am, but I'm not gaining anything from eating this, you know? Yeah, okay. For me, that's just, like, a total turn-off for, like, any sort of show. So it's a bit hard for me to understand. Because usually, like, if I'm not gaining anything from a show, then I I don't want to continue watching it. Even if it is kind of, like, a bit entertaining. It yeah. has to be really entertaining for me. I think it still has the thing that I do like some of the characters. Uh, America's Fighter uh... is called Chibity Crockett. I want to say that again. <laughs> Chibity Crockett. Um, like, with a B? Chibity? Yes. Hmm. Um, he is wearing the Steven Universe uh, star shirt. Um, Does he have... Now, his last name is Crockett, so I do have to imagine him in one of those, like, raccoon hats. No, unfortunately. But he has incredible uh, pink and purple hair. Um, that's still fucking fantastic. I'll allow this. He has one of my favorite anime <laughs> tropes of the person uh, uh, speaking in English, but, like, in a very strong Japanese accent, going... <laughs> you know very nice like all that kind of stuff oh my Um, god so that every time he sees your main character who is japan's fighter he the the subtitles say like you know hey there neo japan fighter but you just hear the 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 voice actor just go hey japanese and it's incredible every time (laughs) hey japanese yeah like it's just hello there japanese person hello there japanese it's it's a lot it's entertaining I, that's good. That's good that it's at least entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I can I can watch it in the background and not really have to pay attention, which is good. That is a benefit. Yeah. What have you been watching? Well, uh, thank you for asking. Um, I've been. I have found myself. I actually finished last night um, the all the episodes of that that furry anime, The Beast Stars. Oh, how was the ending? It's. It's, it's, well, like, it's a cliffhanger, so oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. there's going to be a second season, it actually says at the MCU in second season, Yeah. so I'm like, you know what, fair, I kind of do want another season of this. Excellent, that's the ideal ending. And it's a, it's a very bizarre watch. Yeah. I would say it is a cross between your typical, like, high school romance anime and horror um, awesome yes good but like the horror comes from the internal conflict of the main character and the world that he lives in yeah okay. it's fucking wild that sounds and awesome. like at the beginning i was like i was really worried about where this was going like it it toes the line and particularly in the last episode 
it gets pretty intense. Like you're kind of like, oh, wow, this this. OK, you've killed a person there. Oh, that, no, that person's oh, no. dead. <laughs> But that's... there is a badass pam- panda with a bamboo um, crossbow, so that's pretty good. Who's a psychologist, right? He is. He decides. He describes himself as a psychotherapist for the carnivores in the black market <laughs> sort of area, and he shoots at someone trying to mug the main character, and he's like, "Thank you for taking care of my patient." That's... And you're just like, "You're such a badass! What the fuck? What a hero! What an absolute hero!" And I actually it's, super love the um the main girl character, Haru, who's this rabbit. And, like, she's kind of fucking excellent because she's just like, yeah, I'm the weakest animal and I hate it. And I hate anyone who pities me. Yeah. Also, hey, I'm looking up pictures of this panda. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this panda be jacked. <laughs> um, everyone, his name is uh, Gohin. G O H I N. Yep. Holy shit, this panda. <laughs> this panda is jacked. He looks like a Yakuza. Well, it's funny you should say that. Oh, yeah. Because without spoiling too much, he does fight the Yakuza. Okay, fuck yeah. He's the um, Kazuma Kiryu of this world. Fuck yeah. He is basically the Cosmic Kiryu of of the Beastars universe. Do you want to know what Beastar is? What is it? Beastar in this universe is like a high school student. It, it's basically like the president of the high school student body. And they're meant to represent oh, like harmony the between beasts. the herbivores and the carnivores. Oh, I like that. That's good. And they're called Beastars. And I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's fucking excellent. So that's that's been just some of the content I've been consuming recently because now I have the time. Yeah, well, um, another another thing I've been watching, and I'm not going to talk about it in this episode because I haven't watched enough of it to really talk about. Um, but it's basically like a fake let's play of this really weird, intriguing horror game. What's it called? It's called Pets Cop. One word, P-E-T-S-C-O-P. I'm going to look at that later. It's really bizarre, and that's all I'm going to say on it. I've just read the channel description, which is enough to have my interest. (laughs) See, I went in blind. like I saw like fan art of it, and I'm like, huh, what's this? I need to know more about this. Yeah, basically. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We should get into our Vocaloid uh, of today. Folks, do not be surprised if we run overtime today, by the way, because because times are weird and it's good to talk about this shit for as long as we can. And we we have a lot of things to talk about, I think. Yeah, um, our Vocaloid today is IA. Is that how we're saying it or is it IA? What are we thinking? I think it's it's either IA or IA because I was looking at um, the wiki for her and apparently her uh, she's named after her voice provider, which is Leah or Laya? Yeah, Leah. Yeah. I think it's Leah. So I think let's, go, let's I call think, it Ia. Yeah, Ia. Shout out to my friend Ia. Um, so we- the voice actress, as you said, is called Leah. Uh, she's actually a pretty well-known singer. She sang the opening to Angel Beats. Oh shit! Um, initial D fourth stage, the visual novel Clanad, 
Um, actually has a really dope music history. Has made like happy hardcore music for a while. Did some trance in the 2000s. Like all that kind of stuff. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to check Marifa out. I did not know this. She sounds cool as hell. Yeah, she graduated from Berkeley. Like that's one of the good <laughs> music universities. Wow. Oh my god. Um, and the Vocaloid voice itself was designed to be simple and straightforward and easy to use and easy to customize even, um, which is, I think is a really cool idea behind a Vocaloid. Absolutely. I feel like that's, yeah, like, yeah. It sounds it's a, like a good place for beginners to start, but also like, also very usable for more professionals. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, because like how a Vocaloid is not an easy thing to get into, especially for making it. So it's good to have like that easy one. Yeah, um, like as someone who's fucked around with a little bit of Utiloid, I it's 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 not quite challenging, but I I do I'm still learning the ropes. Yeah, get ready for our yeah. sequel podcast where we go through all the Utiloids, like the horny fairy ones. I don't have the energy for an entire series, but I'd so love to do that as a special. Okay, hell yeah, we'll keep that in mind. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> um, let's get into look on this friend. Yes. Do you want to go first? Well, I have a little excerpt here from um, the Tumblr Know Your Vocaloid, which Ooh. I've only just found recently, and I feel like I should have known about this sooner. This seems like um, the most valuable Tumblr for us. I know, right? And basically what I found on Eeyore was that her soft colors complement her soft voice. And damn, she do have a lot of softness. She's very soft. Um, I, I Okay, let me get my notes up to do this. Um, I love, yeah, the really soft and pastel colors to go with them. Yeah. Um, it's like a really beautiful shades of pink going along with the outfit. It's really cute. Her outfit, honestly, looks pretty comfy. It really does. I want the t-shirt, like the oversized shirt she's wearing. I want that. Same. I Just her entire outfit, honestly. Yeah. The flowy skirt, it's very And nice. like her, yeah. And her hair is like all loosely done. So it kind of looks pretty casual and sweet. But with the braids, it's just, like, very good is the thing, right? It's really good. It's got a lot of flow. It's got a lot of momentum. And it's just nice to look at. Yeah, it's really interesting. Because I was reading on the wiki that they were... People were unsure about the vibe... The vivid... Sorry, no. People were unsure about them moving away from vivid colors and moving towards, like, the softer pastels. Um, Yeah. But, like, the thing is, because every Vocaloid uses vivid, bright colors, it actually helps it stand out more, I would say. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like it worked in previous like um, designs where they moved away from vivid colors to more pastel colors, because I think they did that with another one. I can't remember. I can remember off the her top name. of my head, but I think you're right. I think she was the android like from the future idol. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fucking, who was that? I can't remember. I have to be very careful looking at this up, because my keyboard makes the big noise. Could you use phone, mayhaps? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it Tone? <laughs> That's okay then, I guess. Tone Rion? Yes, Tone yeah, Rion, Tone. that was her name. That's right, yeah, she, she went vivid to like the, the trans pride colors, yeah. Yeah, I like, it worked hella well. Yeah, it was very good. Um, I, yeah. Pastels are cute is the thing. Pastels are so hecking cute. I do want to say one thing, because like I was reading up on how like, like, her, her, like, full sort of release title was, like, Ia and the Planets or something like that. Aria I think she was Planets? Having, yeah, yeah. Ira of the Planets. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I think she was have to, supposed to have a space theme, and I feel like that doesn't fully translate in her design. Like, she's got, like, a sci-fi theme 
like the rest of the Vocaloids. Yeah. But I wouldn't say a space theme. Well, she was meant to be part of a, I think it was a project, wasn't it? Aria on the Planets? Maybe that's what it was. It is. It's the first vocal in the Aria of the Planets line. <gasps> then maybe we may see more. Perhaps. Although the other one that I think is listed is one. Um, and one is not a Vocaloid. It's through a different vocal software. Oh, okay. okay. Just to be confusing. Just, yeah, just to make that just a little more confuzzled in my brain. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. Th- that being said, I think I'm really positive on this look. I love how it looks. I also enjoy how she looks. I think it's very cute and fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really want that oversized shirt. Fuck yes. Um, so to personality we go. Over to personality. So, like, um, yeah, she seems like apparently she was meant to be kind of, like, mysterious. Um, yeah. And, yeah, like, I can see that. Uh, like, She's got... Yeah, with yeah. the soft, flowy vibes, I think it works well. I would... I Like, so her personality is meant to be mysterious, but I can also, like, I like to imagine that, like, once you get to know her, she becomes less mysterious and just sort of more, like, uh, what's the word? Not like an airhead. That's too harsh, but just sort of, like, more a bit, like... Bubbly? Daydreamy. Yeah, Bubbly, daydreamy, daydreamy yeah, I was yeah. more going for. No, that makes sense, completely. Um, yeah. I, I actually found an article that, that, was, that says, why does IA, uh, why does Ia like, lack a personality? Um, Holy shit. <laughs> and apparently it's that, uh, uh, like, uh, the fandom as a whole never really gave her much personality. They really liked the, um, the mysterious aspect to it. Uh, um, there's also another so thing. They- they wanted to keep that going. Yeah, okay, basically. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like with less of a personality, you can do more with her theming-wise with songs and stuff. Yes, 100%. Also, have you looked at her eyes and the colors in her eyes? Sorry, going no. back to look. Look at her yeah, eyes no. closely. It's like a blue and purple, almost galaxy kind of look. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a picture up now. Hang on a second. Oh, yeah, it is blue and purple. That's really pretty. Yeah. And that's where the vivid color comes in. Yeah. I think you can actually see some of that space like space theming in the sparkles in her hair as well. Maybe that's where it is. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was like an aesthetic, like art choice. That's fair. Um, I, but like, I, I think that know. could also play into the mysterious vibe they're going for is these, is these weird dual color eyes, like the, the incredible uh, uh, almost pearlescent hair, that kind of stuff. You know what her design actually makes me think a lot of? Yeah. Uh, God Madoka from Madoka Magica. Holy shit. Let me look this up. <laughs> like with the sparkles and the flowy hair and the soft pink. Like she's she's about to fucking save all of Magical Girl behind over here. Um, Maybe that's where the mystery comes from. That's from that's where the mystery is. She's actually a magical girl sent to end the suffering of all magical girl kind. Like I like this. You know, she's gonna stab some cute little cat or something. I don't know. That was more Homer's deal, but like I don't know. I'm a big fan of this punk rock magical girl. Punk rock magical girl needs to happen way more often. And I'm so I'm sure there's like some of them in like the bajillion precure series out there. Someone's got to have made them, yeah. So, so I don't have the energy to go through all of Pretty Cure to find this out. There's, there's too many. You're so valid. 
Um, I I actually like that they committed to the mysterious vibe for Ear though. Um, yeah, no. I I think it like again, it's just it's nice for them to actually take a stance on it as opposed to a lot of vocaloids in the past who've had nothing. Oh, I totally, I totally agree. Like, yeah, they were like, yeah, no, this is this is the design, dude. Like, this is where we're going. This is our vibe. We're gonna shoot a robot into outer space and it's going to be all mysterious and cool and we're going to leave her trapped on a space station and she'll start singing like that one song that the first robot learned how to speak you know (laughs) wait okay hang on i need to explore this lore you've created are you saying they sent a vocaloid into space yeah that's totally what happened with her they strapped her to a rocket very much danganronpa style um and and she flew it to space and she was like this is my life now and maybe she started singing and she got picked up by some aliens. I don't know. She's an android, so maybe her consciousness was put into the rocket. Now, hear me out. You hear know me what out. I'm saying? Then yes. you combine that with Space Channel 9. Oh, wow. I, oh, sorry, Space, Space Channel, Channel 5. <laughs> which I have talked about on the podcast before. The rhythm game on the Dreamcast where you danced a bunch of aliens to death. Oh, is that what you did to those aliens? Yeah, that's you dancing to kill them. I believe. It's unclear. That's, that's, hey, you know what? I really like that. That's creative. It allows for, like, creative expression and genocide. It's a really, like, just a beautiful all-in-one sort of thing. To be fair, um, the aliens did attack first. Hmm? Fair. Fair. I do see your point. I do see your point with that. Um, uh, overall, though, with Ia, I think I'm positive on personality, despite, like, the lack of it, because they just went, no, this is... With, like, she is meant to be mysterious. You're not meant to know much about her. Which is better than I, nothing. I, I 100% do agree with you, but also part of my brain is just like, oh, oh, so you're being a lazy motherfucker. You're just gonna, you're gonna put this character out here and say, oh, she's just so mysterious. She, and I'm like, damn, she do be mysterious, though. She at least has more effort put into her than past Vocaloids. You're right. And you should say it, and I do agree with Compared this. Compared to Tonio. Tonio had a lot of effort put into him, actually, uh, design-wise, I would say. There was <laughs> no, no, a no. lot of Hang effort on, in I, that design. Hold up, hold up. I don't know if amount of design translates to effort. <laughs> oh, look, it took a lot of effort to look at that design. <laughs> that is true, that is true. He, he had the most design happening. He had so much design happening, you know? Like, he took design from other characters. Like, if we ever see a character and, like, mm, they really could have added more design to this character, they were a victim of Tonio and his design-sucking energies. It happens, you know? There's nothing you can do he, about it. He takes a big old sip of their aesthetic, and then he transfers that into his fucking unicorn body. No, please don't sip my aesthetic! I hate this so much. This is my vampire who speaks in Owo and only cares about appearance. I love <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade so much. <laughs> we should uh, go on to voice. Shall we, shall we talk about the song that I sent? Yes, absolutely. I, yeah, you go. You go. Uh, I was going to say, the song that I sent is by Yasuhiro. It is called, yes. let me find the name for you real quick, Wailing Vampire. Oh, that's such a good name. And it works so well with the cover art, too. Mm-hmm. I really like the cover art. Oh, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
And I I think you can see the fact of her being like pretty straightforward and easy to use. Um, Definitely. I find just, it has a lot of similarities to the song I Sent You. Yes, yeah. Uh, but I also found like basically trance music and that sort of stuff while looking for the song. And I think you can, I, I think it's partly because of how straightforward she is to use. She can be used in a lot yeah. of different styles. I've already had it. Sorry, that was mom. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, do you just want to say that again? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can see her straightforwardness in the breadth of music that's created for her. Like, there's a lot of different genres being made for her. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, okay, I probably haven't done as much digging as you have. I haven't found that much genre variation. Um, Let me find but a song I could for you. Be wrong and i'm probably yeah and i'm thoroughly okay with that i embrace my wrongness it's good to be wrong. i am so wrong it's right you know like baby let's feel this tonight if this is being wrong i don't want to be right i t- that's that's the vibe i was going for but i wasn't gonna copyright stamp myself like that you know i'm just i'm too good for that that's fair <laughs> um check the song that i sent you doing that all right now Actually, I think this is going to be my song for today. This is my song for today. This is your song for today? I'm changing it to this just for how interesting it is. And would um, you please tell me what this song is called? It is called Chiri Chiri Juso by Kekuo. I fucking love it. And it's definitely got that trance vibe you were talking about. Yeah, it's very psychedelic. Very EDM. Yes. Um, but like, yeah, when I was looking through the songs that exist for her, I was finding a few different vibes, um, which I, like I said, I think comes from her being easy to use that people can just sort of like paste it into different things. So true. So true. Um, and like her voice is like, it's soft, but flexible in that softness, if that yeah. makes any sense. No, absolutely it does. Yeah, 100%. And I, I really like her voice. I just, I'm, I'm very positive on it, honestly. Um, yeah, same, actually. I'm, a, I'm actually really positive on all of her. Yeah, she's extremely good, is the thing. And I think this is going to be a very like difficult her. episode. Yeah. Um, fuck, which... with that being said, should we get into... Yeah, oh, we... fuck, my song. Oh, yeah, fuck, we have to talk about your song, shit. My song, I would say, like, it's probably one of her most well-known songs, A Tale of Six Trillion Years and One Night. Yeah, it's a good um, song. Like, it's, it's got, like, a ton of fucking views on YouTube, and it's just a banger, honestly. It goes fast, it goes hard, and, you know, sometimes that's all I need. Sometimes you just need that sheer adrenaline. Yeah, <laughs> put it into my veins. Put Vocaloid Nightcore straight into my veins so that I can break through the sound barrier. That's terrifying. (laughs) I want to go fast. I want to feel speed. I want to be beautiful. All right, let's go into the rankings. 
Let's rank and review these lowest. First up is Ia versus Kaiyuki. Well, Kaiyuki is a lovely, lovely little girl, but I'm definitely a huge fan of Ia's outfit. Soft and cute. Um, yes. Definitely, I like her personality, the mysteriousness there. Uh, even if it's just sometimes mysteriousness, I feel like it's had more effort put into it than others. Yep. And I prefer her voice. Yes, I, I'm with you all the way on that. It is, Ia wins that one. Which means we are up against uh, Yuzuki Yukari. Ooh. I okay. th- mm. think that I like Ia more. I think I do too, actually. She's in a lot of ways similar to uh, uh, y- Yukari, but I, I think it's like her done not better, but just in a different in a way that, way that I prefer. More. Like in a way that you vibe with more, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 That makes sense. This vibe is fresh. This vibe is very fresh. Um, so that means next up is Nekomora Iroha. Ah, oh, the good cat girl. Hmm. Now, what's better law? Is it is it corporate shill or is it mysterious? I do like the mysteriousness. Of course, again, it's not well fleshed out as Neko Mohara's because not only is she a corporate shill, but she's got like that, you know, like you got to peek into her personality there. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, so that's a tough one, actually. What do you think? It may just be recency bias, but I really like Ear and all the stuff that people are making with Ear, you know? Yeah. I I really do too, honestly. I think like I, her I love her, her aesthetic. Just, I like her aesthetic more than Nekamura's, I think. Nekamura's is definitely an excellent aesthetic, but the fact that you they've made such a a nice design with I would say a more minimal um outfit and like everything, I think yeah. works really well. And it's got those nice little details like the two-tone colored eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And like it, it because of those pastels, it stand out more. It's more individual. Definitely, definitely. Um, which means up next, uh, I think I think Ia wins this. Yes. Oh no, Ia Ia wins this absolutely. Okay. Which means yeah. up next is Oliver. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm gonna gonna be honest. Yeah. I think Oliver wins this. I think Oliver also takes this because his design is it's it's more interesting as is um like there was more thought put into the design and therefore I think also his background in a way. Yeah, it's more cohesive like that. Definitely more cohesive. It it it's very obvious what he is meant to be. Yeah. As with Ia though, you have like a bit of like uncertainty. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is that like Oliver has the backing of Zane, our podfather, so you know we can't let that go for nothing. You know? Zane does like Oliver, and therefore to get in his good graces, Oliver shall remain Oliver where he is, remain. lest we be fell podfather. <laughs> um, which means next up, it is Ia versus Gumi. All right, folks, this is it. This is my hot take. This is my hot take for the episode. I think Ia is better than Gumi. I, I'm agreeing with you. I I know this is a this is a change in the tables. They've turned at least slightly elongated, and yeah, no, I think I think I prefer Ia to Gumi, not only in just like objective ways, but also in a in a personal way. You know, I I fully agree with you. Um, I think Ia's I prefer Ia's outfit and aesthetic. I prefer her voice. Um, Ia's good. Uh, Ia's our n- new number two vocaloid of all time. 
Yo. That's pretty good. That is so sick. Oh, I hate the fucking... Why did you say that to me? Me? I just said that was so sick. Oh, I heard you said thick. No! I thought you said that's so thick, and I'm like, what the fuck? That is not that is not thick. It's thick in goodness, I guess. Like it's good, very good. So I guess the size of the good is thick. I don't know. I'm so sorry for just attacking you. You really gotta you know, you gotta you gotta listen to people, Jonathan. You can't just judge them on what you hear. I can't say what you see because they can't see me. I can't um, see right now, this is true. You can see very little. I can see internet. Um, Jesus. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, you can find us on social media. Our social media is very thick, by which I mean it is thick with goodness. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Pirate Killjoy. You can find me on Twitter at Harps Monty. And, you and uh, the at- Twitter. Oh, you go. The Twitter for the uh, podcast is Lloyd Rate. And the uh, Tumblr is rate-a-lloyd.tumblr.com. Yeah. Um, check out all the other That's Not Canon podcasts, like That's Not COVID, which I told you about earlier. Um, check out the That's Not Canon Patreon. In these times, it is incredibly helpful. Um, yeah. Re- reviewers on your podcast app of choice, if possible. Tell your friends. Listen, people need podcasts right now, so this is the dumb shit that we're going to provide. Um, this is some dumb, good distraction shit. Like, you don't have to think about this. You don't even have to care about this. Exactly. And I also just want to say, I'm sorry if the vibe was off this week. I thought it was a pretty good episode, but I just I don't know how it's going to translate in the recording. Hopefully it's good, but this is a new thing for us. Yeah, we're, we're experimenting and we're trying our best at these times. And we want to keep doing this because it's really fun to do. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you can all find us next week where we will be reviewing... Aoki Lapis. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.